The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there, don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Hi, good morning. All right, one of my favorite headlines. <laughs> National Review. Joe Biden thinks he's forced Gump without the intelligence deficiency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's he fun. thinks he was everywhere. That's, that's yeah. That's as it happened. That's funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Perfect analogy, though. You know, um, but it's and and then of course, uh, you know Kirby. Having to answer the question, why did he lie about being at at uh, Ground Zero the day after nine eleven? Oh well, he was there the week after. He just got the timeline wrong. Yeah, okay. So you're admitting you lied. Yeah, of course. Um, but we've seen him do it over and over and over again, and he always has to make it about himself. That's the other thing too. That's really the thing that everybody has pointed out. There's nothing in terms of natural disasters in Hawaii. There's nothing in modern times that compares to the wildfires. Unless you're Joe Biden. Yeah, that was, but uh, that headline was just uh, pretty funny. And I, so I just happened to go to the Babylon Bee and look Mm. at a few other headlines. Mm. (laughs) Experts believe Aaron Rodgers' ankle injury a result of being unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, And my favorite, though, on the whole impeachment inquiry, McCarthy announces he has greenlit a probe to examine the possibility of investigating preliminary meetings into whether or not they should begin to consider the future likelihood of hypothetical impeachment hearings sometime later down the road. (laughs) Exactly. Do they have the framework for those meetings? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into that here because we, we started the beginning of the show on it. We'll give you a couple of uh, great audio cuts uh, uh, on that all, uh, coming up following uh, the, the, the bottom of the hour uh, on it. Uh, we knew this was a poss- we, we knew this was probably going to happen. In fact, we had said a couple of weeks ago 
it's time to do the uh, the impeachment uh, inquiry just because it puts more pressure on whether it's judges, whatever, to make sure the Republicans get the evidence that they want. Yeah. And and so uh, whether we said it, uh, we said it around the same time. I think we might have said it a day before Jonathan Turley said it. Mm. OK, maybe now might be the time to uh, do it. Be- and I think it's important for them to talk about the fact that the impeachment inquiry is to be able to get the subpoenas for all. You explain it to the American people while you while you're doing it. We're not we're not holding an impeachment vote today. We're not saying the president's going to be out of office, but we believe that the probable cause and the evidence that exists today shows the great possibility of influence peddling and or bribery. And these are and what we want are these subpoenas for all of these bank accounts that enriched the Biden family. We want to know uh, who opened these accounts. Mm -hmm. We want to know who created all of these LLCs, these corporations that were not corporations they were just to funnel money through, and we want to be able to subpoena all of the SARS, the suspicious activity reports that banks put out because they fear money laundering was going on. Right. We want to find out what was in all of it, who opened it, who were the names that were involved in it, and we think it's very important for the American people to understand in this case. As we stated earlier, the only defense the, the Democrats have so far, and there's Three points that they're bringing up. The one point is uh, Jared Kushner and and his deal with the Saudis. Well, that deal was done after uh, Trump was out of office. And uh, he actually has a legit business, as does the Trump Corporation. In yeah. fact, we know that, uh, that what Trump does, as you mentioned earlier, because his name is the name of the company. Yeah. And we know what products and services they provide. And we learn of the deals that they make through the news. Because they were reported on it. Because it was public the day right. that it happened with exactly. them. And and so there's so that was you know, they're that's a very poor defense if that's what the Democrats are trying to hold on to. The second one, as we know, is the movement that has happened, the moving of the goalposts. And that's where initially, no, 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 that's ridiculous. The Republicans are saying uh, that he knew something about his son's business activities. He knew nothing. He knew nothing. He knew nothing. Now the narratives have moved all the way to, yes, influence peddling was going on, but it was an illusion of influence Mm -hmm. peddling Mm -hmm. that Hunter Biden was taking all this money from all of these corrupt individuals worldwide. And these people were believing that Hunter Biden was going to get his father to do different things, but that never happened. But in the course of that, Hunter Biden took that money and distributed it to all members of the Biden family that surround Joe Biden. So not only Hunter Biden, but the entire Biden family was using Joe Biden, but it, they were using him as the illusion of influence. That's not a very good starting point for your defense. No. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE 
to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6. And help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. No, and, and there's really nowhere for them to go. If you think about trying to defend any of this on the facts, that's the thing is that the impeachment inquiry will be a set of facts that are being uh, uh, put on basically public display for all of America to see. And when you get into it, this isn't the back and forth of allegations. This then will become about what evidence is presented. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to dispute the evidence and you look at it, I mean, we already know. We know the laptop. We know the stories coming out of the laptop. No one's even trying to dispute it anymore, except in court during the whole thing of Hunter suing the store owner, saying this is a, uh, it's it's a, uh, he's invasion of his invasion privacy. Invasion of his privacy, but also won't acknowledge that it's his Laptop. Yeah, I think Turley wrote about that yesterday, yesterday <laughs> Which, the day before, saying it's so bizarre. It's good. This is just a stall tactic because what he's saying is this computer store owner invaded my privacy by going into my computer yeah. or by going into the computer. Yeah. Well, is it your computer? Is it yours? How, he, can, how can they be invading your privacy right. if it's not yours? And that's the point he brought up, that he, that he won't he won't admit that it's his computer. Well, well, then how can you file a lawsuit saying your privacy is being invaded? You don't even know whose computer it is. Right. And you're saying your privacy is being invaded by somebody having your information on it. Right. You, how, do, how, does this, how does this go? And that's how bizarre this entire thing uh, is. And uh, number three, the number three defense that you heard from Democrats and reporters yesterday is there's absolutely no evidence or any probable cause to move this investigation anywhere forward. Uh-huh. And of course, that's just ridiculous right. because, oh, and, and and so much so that the American people aren't behind this whatsoever. The American people don't see anything wrong here. And uh, we'll have the audio cut where Turley points out, as we have uh, said many times before. And I was funny because I didn't know he said it. And we've been saying this for the longest time when Democrats well, at least the last month, uh, that when Democrats say that, that, well, all the polls show, even the liberal polls show that the 60 percent of Americans believe that Biden uh, illegally is covering up what went on. Yeah, right. And they the majority, around 60 percent, and this is going back two months ago when a lot of these polls were being taken, before a lot more of this information came out, 60 percent of Americans uh, believe that Biden is corrupt. And there's problems here that need to be investigated. So 
that that's a problem across the board. All those defense points are really pretty weak as starting points. Yeah. Because right. nowhere does it nowhere does it say in the cross examination, this is why this evidence is bogus. And right. you can't do it, as we have pointed out, if you want to make the comparison with Trump and Russia collusion, which was all allegations being thrown out, and the only evidence that they ever pointed to was the dossier which nobody knew where the dossier came from. Right. Nobody knew what the dossier was. It was just out there. We now know the dossier was uh, basically a plant by the Hillary campaign to set up Donald Trump by creating a ton of different lies. But at the beginning of it, all the way through, until you found out where the dossier came from, nobody knew whether it was legitimate or not where it had come from. And everything was an allegation with never any evidence to back it up. This is different, and this is the problem for Democrats, and that's why they're panicking right now, knowing that this impeachment inquiry is going to happen, which means in a month period or a couple-month period, they're going to try to get subpoenas of all the financial records. Everybody gets in, comes in to testify. They they tie this thing, uh, or they, I don't want to say tie it up, but they they compress it and they give you the entire flow chart with the evidence the you know the the witnesses the evidence from the laptop the uh the the uh, the emails uh his business partners uh, uh testifying all of the uh subpoenas and information from all of the bank accounts and the 20 different LLCs that were set up not as corporations to do business but simply to funnel money to Biden family members and you put that all out to the american people who already believe that the administration is corrupt, mm. and that's where Republicans want to go right. uh, with this. Where it goes, whether it actually leads to an impeachment vote, I don't think they're concerned with right now. I think right now yeah. they're concerned yeah. with getting all the information out. And I sense that them going to this point now, the, the Republicans know more than we know. Yeah. That right. is public right now. Right. right. I mean, it's already pretty damning what we know now, and definitely enough – for any look, anyone, uh, any federal attorney would look at this and go, "Okay, this is suspicious," mm-hmm. and would go after. Mm-hmm. And, but I still think I believe they have more because I believe they want to be slam dunk on this, where it's so crystal clear, or at least taking everything that we have now and compressing it in a month or two with witnesses, flow charts. The news has to cover it every single night because mm. how do you ignore an impeachment inquiry? Right. The attempted defense or cross-examination of, of the Democrats of this evidence, which right now I don't see where they go because they're not cross-examining any of the evidence right now in the arena of in the public arena. Right. They're, as we right. said, their only defense is there's nothing there. Right. Well, you can't make that case. There's, there's stuff there. Uh and, you know, Jared Kushner, that's got nothing to do with this particular case. You can run with that. But if you're trying to defend Biden here, that is uh, that is meaningless. And uh, and so it's going to be uh, it's and, and the polls don't the, the polls matter, but you don't have the polls on your side to begin with. There really is no defense that the Democrats have had. They haven't cross examined any right, right. of the evidence so far, which you would do in the public arena. In order to attempt to win your case, and they can't do it. Yeah, there's there there really is nowhere to go for them. 
Do you get the sense this is sort of I, I sort of get the sense of the defense of Biden right now is almost the the same thing. They keep repeating the same things that aren't convincing the American public, almost like Bidenomics. Keep throwing out the same talking points that aren't working. And so now you have to do it more. And now you do it with more intensity, but nobody is buying it. But it's the only thing that you have. And the fact that you never change the narrative shows you have nowhere to go. Yeah, right. And if they're not doing that now, how are they going to do that when they're up against Hard evidence. Clear witnesses. Because it's one thing to talk about uh, any of the witnesses when they're not on the set of whatever, whatever talk show with you. If you're on a talk show and you're a Democrat, you can call out any of those witnesses and go, ah, these are just disgruntled individuals. They just have a they're just a bunch of right wing yahoos they're just they have a vendetta against this administration doesn't work in an impeachment inquiry it won't work in that setting because you're dealing with the evidence you have to cross-examine the evidence yep. that republicans are and to sit there and say you know uh let's let's say bob Ulinsky speaks yep. well you're part of the right wing MAGA. it's yeah. not going to work not going to work because what you have to do is you have to go after the evidence or claims and discredit the evidence or claims. And right now, how do you do that? Has there been? I'm trying to think from the very beginning. Is there any evidence that has been brought forward? Which again, it doesn't come. It's not an allegation from Republicans. It's all evidence from the laptop, his right. business partners, yeah. his own communications, mm-hmm. his what his father has what his father has said, the actual financial records. Has there been one single thing? There might have been. I just can't remember. There's been one single item that the Democrats have successfully cross-examined the evidence that has come out to say that it's false and bogus, and this shows that the Republicans are basically on a wild goose chase. I I don't know of any. I don't know of any. And And that that would be, think about it, that would be a, a huge get for them. If they were yeah. able to destroy any piece of evidence or claim, then in a very clear manner. 866-90-RED-EYE. USDA September crop production reports can reflect revised planted and harvested acreage estimates based on all available data, including the Farm Service Agency's latest certified acreage data. And that is the case for this September's report regarding major crops. Corn production is up less than a percent from the August forecast, boosted by month-over-month increases in planted and harvested acreage, offsetting a lower yield forecast from the previous month. Soybean production is down 1% from August, against slightly lower yields from the previous month and slight upticks in planted and harvested acreage from August. All cotton planted and harvested acreage is down 8 and 7% month-over-month respectively. And despite a 7-pound yield increase in September, all cotton production forecasts were lowered this month by 6%. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, we'll have a couple of uh, audio cuts, really interesting audio cuts, too, from uh, from uh, yesterday uh, when, man, the, the left was just going crazy uh, on uh, Kevin McCarthy greenlighting an impeachment inquiry. So mm-hmm. we'll have that uh, uh, coming up very quickly. Just one more headline from the Babylon Bee, and the only reason, <laughs> the only reason i got to bring this one up, the only reason i got to bring this one up is because they are not fulfilling their job description <laughs> because they're supposed to be doing parody yeah. and fake headlines. And this, I read this to you and burst out laughing. Here it is, a headline from the Babylon Bee. Democrats complain that illegal immigrants are destroying their sanctuary cities. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's as true of a headline as you could possibly imagine. That's a, that's an actual headline. <clears throat> I know. It's like, it's, there's no parody in there. <laughs> it's true. And I, I have to just read this story, or just read the headline of this story, right. because we had talked about it yesterday. I said, all right, the first weekend of football is done. No more Colin Kaepernick till next year. Wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's agent tells uh, tells the Jets uh-huh. that Colin is interested in an NFL comeback after Aaron Rodgers' injury. Oh, you knew that was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Jets are like, huh? What? No. Well, huh? <laughs> huh? No. No. What? No. Everything's fine. Everything's oh, fine. Oh, man. That's just great. We don't have an opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The Aaron Rodgers headlines were false. That's not, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's going to walk it off. We'll play him on one leg. <laughs> yeah, he's going to walk it off. Yeah. And Eric Harley taking your calls. 1 866 90 Eye. And he's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, good morning. All right, I want to play uh, some uh, audio from, uh, from Jonathan Turley. Uh, it was really, I mean, the Democrats really amped it up yesterday. I mean, their outrage of uh, the Republicans, uh, you know, wanting an impeachment inquiry, which means. Uh, Really, I mean, this it doesn't change much a lot, except it's an, when you talk about an impeachment inquiry, it becomes part of the Constitution at that point, which then may be a bigger influence on judges allowing enforcing subpoenas, things like that. And that's what they're really looking for. In fact, uh, they had talked about it yesterday. Some on the uh, the uh, uh, conservative caucus had uh, had brought that up, saying uh, in order to get. Uh, the you know the subpoena so we can see what's in the the SARS reports to see what's in banking records will you know could be easier because it's an official constitutional thing and therefore we can go into banking we can get these banking records that we want uh, from the, uh, the the Biden uh, family but uh, yesterday Jonathan Turley who has covered this probably better than anybody else 
uh, in the country. Understand that he is a Democrat uh, and I believe has covered most things constitutionally very, very fairly and very accurately. Yeah. Uh, even though he is a uh, a Democrat, you might say he's an old school Democrat who actually believes in the Constitution of the United States. But uh, he was uh, asked uh, on Fox News. The first question he was asked was something that was more obvious. And we knew it because Turley had said it a few weeks back that the next step really was an impeachment inquiry. There's really no place else to go. You're at that point. You've got enough evidence. Go with it. And that's what he said yesterday. Here's part of his discussion. No, I didn't. I've, I've spoken with Republican members uh, over the months about how to proceed uh, with impeachment if that is what they have to do in the end. There was a degree of inevitability once the evidence began to mount, but also when other evidence was being withheld by the Bidens, by federal agencies. Keep in mind, you'll notice the narrative has changed. Many Democrats are saying, all right, Hunter Biden was engaged in influence peddling. He was selling access to his father, but it was all an illusion. And so the argument now is that these very corrupt figures basically were ripped off by the Bidens, that they gave millions of dollars on an illusion that wasn't real. Well, first of all, these are people who don't usually buy illusions. That's why they're renowned for their corruption. Uh, But the question is, how do you know that? I mean, if, if you accept that there was an influence peddling scheme, which is itself a form of corruption, how do you know that it was purely an illusion? We have this complex series of accounts and uh, shell companies being used to transfer these funds to various Biden family members. There's obviously mm. a need to, to investigate. By turning this towards a, a, an impeachment inquiry, doesn't mean you're going to have impeachment, but it makes it more likely you're going to get these answers. And uh, before we continue uh, uh, with that, I mean, that's just great stuff because it yeah. shows you what what reporters should actually be asking the Democrats. Well, and, when, when they say there's no evidence at all. Right. And Turley's like, well, excuse me, you've already admitted, you know, and find those find those Democrats who have admitted, as Turley said, because the narrative has changed that. Well, you've said, well, yeah, Hunter Biden was involved in influence peddling, which means the entire family was because the entire family was receiving funds and so what they were doing was they were using Joe Biden without his permission to tell other. I mean, did Joe Biden know this? Did Joe Biden know and approve of his entire family enriching itself by pretending that he would do favors for foreign adversaries? And he for, asked the question for, for, here. for millions of dollars. It's like, yeah. And he asked the question, how do you know? Well, because right. that that really is the basis. If you're claiming or defending then there should be a basis for that you should be able to demonstrate clearly that's why it's this they can't defend what's going on and here's more of this interview so here's what the white house said in response ian sam's a spokesman for the white house counsel's office saying opening impeachment despite zero evidence of wrongdoing by potus is simply red meat for the extreme right wing so they can keep baselessly attacking him this is the narrative obviously that the white house has been pursuing that there's nothing to see here and that this is just simply a political exercise. But that would seem to belie all of the evidence, or be belied at least by the evidence that these House committees have come up with. 
Well, the White House staff has got to be careful. They are becoming part of this narrative. They're making denials of facts that, frankly, are well known. The president has engaged in wrongdoing because he's lied to the American public. I mean, I don't know anyone that seriously questions now that the president has lied for years. You know, we have witnesses like Tony Bubulinski saying that not only did the president discuss business dealings, he sat down with the president to brief him on uh, these dealings. You have Evan Archer, who said outright that the president's denials were patently false. That's evidence. Those are witnesses who had direct contact uh, with the president. And so denying the reality is not going to help. And polls indicate that the public isn't buying it. The vast majority of the public believes that the president was involved in these dealings. And so we've got to really put an end to this nonsense because it treats the American people like morons. I mean, they want to see answers as to how far this corruption went. That's not asking much. And impeach, the impeachment inquiry will get those answers, I think, in, in, in quick order. And, and I think that the, the White House knows that. He's covered most of the bases there, I think. Yeah. Uh, as right. to And, and we, we talked about part of the defense that the Democrats are giving, that there's nothing there. And that's what the White House is saying. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, of course, there's stuff there. And the, all the, and all the evidence comes from this is a thing again. And I we stress it, but it's really important because we come from a point of looking at Russia collusion and Trump and Russia collusion, which was all allegations and no facts, none right. that went on for four years. This is completely different. These aren't Republicans making allegations and looking for the cherry-picking evidence. This is all evidence that came right from Hunter Biden's laptop. And it all came from Hunter Biden emails. And it came from Joe Biden emails. And it came from Hunter Biden and his business partner emails. And it comes from Hunter Biden's former business partners who have already testified under oath. And the evidence comes from financial records that there will now be subpoenas that will be sought to find out the specific details of the financial records, which include bank accounts and 20 corporations that were set up not to do business, but just to move money that actually sounded the alarm to banks to create suspicious activity reports, which means they thought money laundering or something else really bad was going on And that's why they put out those reports and sent them to the Treasury Department. What is there, over 170 suspicious activity reports Mm -hmm. from movement of money through the Biden accounts? Well, that isn't, you may say, well, there's still nothing there. Mm, The public doesn't buy into it because, as Turley said, the polls show that the public believes that there's something wrong there. Right. So, yeah, that's what it comes to is, is that there's, you know, you're not going to get away with saying, and and this is what the media is trying to say, uh, that you know, some of the media are trying to say, well, the, the American public doesn't believe, well, you're ignoring the polls. And you you can't just project on the American people what they believe. The polls have, have shown they believe there is something there. They believe the Biden family is corrupt. Is corrupt. Yeah. And I want to play this here because this is a perfect example of, uh, and I don't know who it is in the, the, uh, the, the media asking this uh, particular question, but this is uh, the, this would be the House Freedom Caucus holding a press briefing 
after the impeachment inquiry uh, 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 was uh, was announced. Um, uh, and uh, this is uh, Representative Scott Perry. And then I don't know who the other representative who comes up later on and talks, but Scott Perry uh, leads it. And you can hear the reporter using all the Democrat talking points, yeah. which is there's nothing there and the American public doesn't see anything wrong, which both is wrong, which made me actually ask you the question. Since the reporters, you know, if you work for CNN and MSNBC, you're not covering any of this. Right. You haven't been or the mainstream media, you haven't been covering the actual evidence and saying this evidence is wrong, this evidence is wrong, this evidence is wrong, this evidence is wrong, this email was bogus. None of that's been happening. And I asked you, I said, do you think they're thinking that because they have no idea this is all new information to them, that they actually believe there's nothing there because they haven't been paying attention to the news as reporters? Well, I mean, question has to be asked if you're going to live with blinders on, which you have to do if you're a liberal reporter. Here's uh, part of this back and forth yesterday. What evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you. Oh, I don't know. Bullied Speaker McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interest. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 cell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it well, over to you. The American something. people can't see that. They I'll, think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. You see where she said the American people don't see it, but they actually do. They do. So both things that she said that, you know, there are no, really no evidence there and this. Turley, you know, it was interesting because Turley brought both of those things up. It's bizarre. And so you have to ask the question, is that reporter, is she sincerely believe, does she sincerely believe that there's nothing because she hasn't covered it at all and hasn't paid attention to any of the polling out there, which is not conservative polling that's being done on this. It's the general polls that we see that are Democrat polls, whatever. There's a problem there. And let's hear, let this continue here. I'm not sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. Actually, if you're a federal prosecutor, you would be asking yourself, how can there not have been an indictment for a FARA violation against Hunter Biden? How can there possibly, my understanding and discussions with staff have confirmed my impulse that this would be very much the the basis of a foreign of a um, a, a foreign corrupt practices act investigation, uh, given the circumstances that we know. The question is, you know, it's funny. After we come out of the events of for the, the John Durham, for example, testified to, to our committees about how investigations proceeded through our investigative agencies without proper predication. It's not that you have to prove the case. It's not that. You understand, to this point, there's not been a single subpoena to a Hunter Biden bank account. 
or a Joe Biden bank account or any other Biden family member's bank account. Because until an, impeachment in, until an impeachment inquiry commences, that's not a jurisdictional possibility. Well, it would be stretching jurisdiction to do that. But there's ample predication at this point in time based on that very unusual set of circumstances, which is for no apparent payment for expertise or services rendered. Biden family members writ large received over $20 million. That we know now, of. Uh, that's going to be one of the problems for the media. They can claim ignorance now. When there's an mm-hmm. impeachment inquiry and everybody's covering it, if somebody asked that a month from now, it's like, I, we're not even paying attention. You're not even paying attention to what's going on in the impeachment inquiry and what the witnesses are saying exactly. and what we have. Right. She only gets away with it because they haven't been covering it. Yep. They haven't covered it at all because you can tell there's a passion where she's like, well, well there's, there's nothing there. The poll, the, the American public doesn't back it. Well, how would you know that? How ignorant, just knowing what the truth is and what was on the laptop, what the witnesses have uh, have said, Biden's own words, the fact that he's, it's admitted, we know he's been lying all along. Right. Everything that encompasses this, and she is completely and totally clueless as a reporter. Yep. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric. I'm Gary. Well, at least things are getting exciting now. I mean, it's uh, we're Congress is back in session. We always said yep. September, October, November, all the way to December. I mean, you're, you're talking about uh, you know the uh, the budget fight, you know, coming up and everything right. else. Right. Now with the impeachment yeah. inquiry, it's going to be fun times. And uh, and even with the the campaign, another debate coming up. Six Republicans have qualified for the. Uh, a second debate, even though I don't know about you, but it doesn't seem like we're in a presidential race right now. It really doesn't. I mean, it just yeah. seems empty. I know. And I guess until Trump gets on a stage, it's not going to feel <laughs> like we're in a real season yet. This is Red Eye Radio on West. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.